0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, I praise God for the worship team. (laughs) Amen. 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 You know, Sunday after Sunday, they lead us in worship. So we need to pray for them. So every time they have an opportunity, so we all could feel the presence of God. Amen? Amen. I thank God for Heart Cry Church. You know, for 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 the hospitality, you you make me make the Haitian church feel at home. Amen, amen, amen. We praise God for that. We praise God for each and every one of you. We praise God for Pastor Billy for the opportunity that he gave us, not only to use uh, the building, but to be part of this network, the church network. We are part of it. And then now, I'm sharing the word of God with you. I hope you come here to be blessed, and you're going to be blessed. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I love, uh, I love uh, eschatology, I, I, I love prophecy, but, but I also focus on Christian living. We know, we know our Lord will come back. We know he will come back. We know that, Amen. We, we pray for that. We want to be ready when when our Lord returns so we, we will be with him forever and ever. But while he's not here yet, as Christians, we have a way to live. Amen? And I'm going to be talking to you about this today. I hope that uh, you're ready to receive uh, this message. I want to talk to you about... Uh, uh, the Christian carry-on, carry on. the Christian carry-on, and each and every one of us need a carry-on bag. Amen. I need one, and, and you also need one. Question for you right now, do you, do you have one? If you don't have one, it's not too late. We have plenty of time to get one, and make sure that uh, we know what's in it. Hello? Amen, amen. Amen. You know, uh, as as son and daughter of God, as Christians, if we want to understand the formal instruction of the Lord in what we call the Great Commission, as Christians, we have to see ourselves as pilgrim, as uh, voyager. We are are on our way to heaven. And every single day that we have to be ready, therefore, we must follow we must follow Christ's gui- guideline. We, we don't have to embarrass ourselves with so many visible things. We have to make uh, uh, heaven our priorities. And this is why Peter put uh, this selection together, item that we need for that journey. We find it in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 7. I'm going to ask every one of you to read that with me. You know, uh, uh, it is it is it is it is important. You know, right now you may say he has uh, he has an accent, but for me I don't see that. <laughs> I'm looking at myself as someone that speaks another language. Amen. And God's using me to bless you. So your responsibility this morning is to pray for me. Amen. You know, Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 7, and I'm using the, uh, the NIMV, so I want you to read what I'm reading it, uh, if you can. His divine power, read with me, has given us everything we need for a godly life to our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Verse 4. Through days, He has given us his very great and precious promises, so that to them you may participate in divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Verse 5. For this very reason, make every effort to add to to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love my goal my view my idea this morning i want to urge you christian to to be virtuous to walk in a way that pleases god you know for that purpose you need a carry on bag and as you know, in the secular world, if you, want to, if you want to travel wherever you want to go, in the United States or uh, to a foreign country, you know the, com- the commercial airline imposes certain restrictions uh, to you, to all passengers, when it comes to the carry-on, the bag that you go into uh, the airplane with. It is very important. You purchase your bag, you purchase your tickets. You want to travel to your destination, but you cannot put in it whatever you want. And if you want to travel, you have to follow the restriction. If, if it is true, say amen. amen. Yeah, you have to follow. I remember, I remember once, you know, I have two sisters that live here, and I have one that live in Florida. So the, both, those two sisters traveled with me to, to see our sisters in Florida. And our way back, I have a bottle of water, I probably, it probably was a 32-ounce water. So I just I, pre- I purchased it, trying to get in. When I reached TSA, they told me, eh, you cannot go with this. I said, it's my water. They said, you cannot go with it. I said, well, can I drink it? They said, they said either you go outside to drink it or you put it in the trash. And then when I'm looking at the time, it's, it's almost time to be waiting for my flight. So I decided to trash it. It's my water, I paid for it. It's my ticket, I paid for it. But there is restrictions. And I have to obey to those restrictions. Otherwise, I, I will miss my flight. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? I remember once I used to do uh, uh, prison ministries. You know, if if you want to get in there to meet the people that's waiting for you, there are also restrictions. You have to check in, you you have your wallet, your credit card, your keys, your phone, and then when you get there, you have to show all this to them and you cannot go with them. If you truly want to meet your party in there and do the work God put in your heart, you got to leave them there, otherwise you won't get in. As believers, as Christians, you and I have a way to live while we're waiting for Christ. Amen? We have a way to live. And I'm here to tell you, if you want to go, if you want to go in that journey to, journey to heaven, God also has his restrictions. But I'm going to tell you why. And it's, it's for our benefit. The first one is to, to help us get a pleasant flight. I want you to think about this. You know, if you, I say this all the time. I used to travel a lot, heavily. When people have a big, a large, and oversized uh, luggage or carry-on, uh, how difficult it is to carry it, carry it, to place it inside of the airplane, how difficult it is. And I'm telling you, oversized luggage may affect... Uh, uh, the, the passenger comfort. Whatever you have, nothing sup, su, suspicious, nothing dangerous, they won't let you go with that. And that's men's rules. That's men's restrictions. If you don't follow that, it's, it's going to make it difficult. For example, if you carry a gun with you, or gas, or liquid, any kind, it's not permitted for you to go on the plane because that that can put the risk of the life of the crew in case of if there is an emergency so they, they won't if you have if you have a gun you're gonna have trouble to get in it if you have gas in your bag gas or any liquid whatever it is they won't let you get in as christian god jesus christ has also his restrictions if you want to get on his plane and Peter, Peter put it this way in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8, brother, uh, be sober. That's Peter saying. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8, be sober, be vigilant. Therefore, if you if you don't use this principle, you're gonna avoid. You won't be able. You won't be able to avoid. Uh, I would say burdensome parcels. If you have so many things in your bag, like. Pride. The Bible say, "God resist pride." If you, you know, it's easy to be pride for 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 your accomplishment, money you have, language you speak, the area where you live, school you go to, could make you feel like you're better than anybody else. Say, "Amen." If you heard me. But as Christians, we need. In order for us to feel like I'm your brother, you my brother, we need to have love, God, in our heart. You know, if you, have, if you have love, there are so many things you could do, even to contribute to your church. If you don't have the love of God, you won't, you won't feel the need to support your church. If you don't have the love of God in your heart, you won't forgive anybody one day offended you. If you love, you will forgive. You need that. And you cannot forgive without love. So, so if you have that in your carry-on bag, pride, check it right now. Examine yourself. Take it out because Jesus won't let you get in his airplane to take you to the city where there will be no sorrow, no disease, no illness. We will be forever young. If you want to get on that plane for Jesus to take you to heaven, check to see if you have pride in your bag. Hello? Worry. Worry. You know, so many things in life could make us as Christians to be worried. You know, we worry about anything. We worry about the life we live in. We worry about tomorrow. Question for you what, do you, what do you do when you worry? For me, when I'm feel that way I pray because there is nothing that I can change you know if you start getting having gray you can pray all the time you can pet it but you can't change it (laughs) but if you prayed God will give you the strength he will give you whatever you need to pass that journey The other thing, again, you need to check your bag, check your carry-on bag. If you want to get on board Jesus flight, resentment. You know, when people didn't say hi to you. You know, I've been thinking, Pastor Billy didn't send me an email saying, come to this church, God, guide me here. And I'm looking at this church, a lot of you, God, guide you here. It's, it's not, it's not uh, uh, marketing, it's God sending you, sending you here. Does he send you here just to come on Sunday and worship, or are you here to do his work? So check your, check your carry-on bag to see what's in it. There are things, if you have them in your carry-on bag, you won't be able to do the work of God. Pride, worry, resentment. You know, when people just pass by, they didn't say hi to you. That enough if you don't have the love of God, you don't check your bag, you don't examine yourself. That ain't that off could, could push you to say, I'm not coming back next Sunday. Just because someone didn't say hi to you. But when you know you come here, you come to serve, and you are, you want to get on board, because you want to go to that city. You know, I, there are places in the United States, they're so wonderful, men, men create that, men do it. But heaven is a place no man never no ever imagine or think about. It's a wonderful place. You know, when I'm looking at myself, I'm turning back to see a few years ago, and I just said, I said to my friend or myself, I said, that was just yesterday. Yesterday I was 15, I was 20, 30, 40, and now you can count how many you, la- you have left. But if you're thinking about eternity, believers, we don't have that many. Eternity is eternity. We're going li- to be living forever and ever in the presence of God. So you have to have that in mind. Examine yourself. Check to see what you have in your bag to date, right now, at this moment. If you feel like you pride because you got uh, so many degrees, you got a good uh, job, you got plenty of money in the bank, you live in a nice neighborhood, you drive in a sport car, you can't say hi to anyone you met, check check it. Jesus won't let you go. He will not let you go in. It doesn't matter how nice you are. If you pride, you won't go. It doesn't matter how young you are. The only way Christ will let you get on board, you need to get rid of pride. Hello? You, you need to get rid of uh, worry, resentment, slander. When they take too many place, too many space in our life, we can explode. That can explode our family, ourselves, or our church. Peter said, be sober, be vigilant as Christian. The way for us to live, we need to be, be vigilant about our language. We have to watch over that too. As questions. They, they are vocabularies. They're not our vocabularies. Amen? Yeah. We need to watch over our relationship. People that we deal with. People that we fellowship with. with. They're not the one that's supposed to be influential to us. No, we should be the one. That tell because we have the truth. The truth is in us. The light living in us. The spirit that brings Christ from death is living in us. Watch over your schedule. Some people have scheduled to do every single thing in life. If you want to get on board of Jesus' flight for him to take you to heaven, you and I need to be vigilant. Watch over your language. You know. When you say things in front of your friends so many times, spirit is transferable. They can be using the same language you're using. So use language Christian use. When wash over your relationship. You know, tell them about Christ. When was the last time we talked to our coworker about Christ? Do we do that? Say amen if you do that. You afraid to say amen? There's nothing wrong with Christ to tell them that, you know, Christ living in in me, this is why I can be always on schedule. I don't play when my supervisor is not there. It's not because I have his beautiful or great father family or whatever. It's Christ in me. Christ in me, and I have to do things that pleases him. Watch Watch over your perseverance. Is it only Sunday that you come to church and then... Pastor pray for you or you have a prayer life? Do you pray when you wake up? Do you pray before you go to your phone? That's the first thing I do. I said, God, thank you so much that I can breathe. Without the, you know, there's nothing wrong with a machine, but thank you so much this so I can breathe without the machine. And if if I had, I will not have, but if I had a machine, I would say thank you, Lord, so you put me somewhere at in a country where, when I cannot breathe, at least there's a machine there for me. Praise God in everything! Praise God! Watch over your hobbies. Sometimes, you know your perseverance, you don't perseverance, you don't have time to come to church, to come to the Bible study, or you don't have time to read your Bible, but you, your game, your activities. You're so much deep in your video game, you don't have time to pray. You're gonna take an exam, you can't sleep, you study, study, study. You know it, you don't pray to say, God, I did my part, the rest is yours. And the only way to say that, you know, I've been saying opportunity, opportunity. When I see opportunity, I see freedom. Freedom is opportunity. You know, it's, it takes hard work to be where we are today. You know, I listen because every Sunday I'm here. I, I sometimes come to a few meetings, you know, to start a church in a, in a school. you got every, every Sunday you got to go make it ready. It's a lot of work. Amen? And today I have the opportunity to walk in, use the building, use the facility. It's it's freedom. It's a, it's opportunity. I praise God for that. Amen. Amen. And I and I said and I said, I love what I see. What's going on here? The work of God here. I'm gonna tell you again, watch over your soul. Is your soul still thirsty for the word of God? Do you let the worship team only sing on where all when you come here you sing too? Is that a question? <laughs> No, no, when we come to his presence, we need to sing. We need to worship him. Yes. We need to praise him. We need to, to, to look at what God has done in our life. If you're looking at around you how difficult it is, people getting sick, people are not afraid to pull a gun and go to a school or a park, and you're still alive, those things never happen when, wh- where you are, is it because you're in a better neighborhood? Or is it God that protects you? If it's God that's doing all this for you, when you come to his presence, it's a good opportunity for you to taste what's going on in worship. When people start to worship God, if you're sick, you could get he- healed. If you come here with an empty heart, God can feel it. I'm not telling you things. I experience it. It is the truth. There is something special in blessed in worship. So when you come, don't just say the word because you know it. Make sure it comes from your heart. Watch over, Watch over your soul. Be vigilant. Watch over your soul. Watch over the signs of the time. It's not time to play. It's time to serve God with sincerity. Because at any time we could go. I know some of you think you're going to be living, living, and living, and living, and living, and living, and living, and living. But it's a chapter in life. It's coming. But for us, it's not the end. Hello? So we need to focus, to to have that in mind. Is there anything in my luggage that could stop me going with Jesus? The second thing I want you to think about, I want you to uh, focus on God. The reason God has restrictions is to make sure that everybody is safe. While serving God, you will have trial. You will have difficulties. People will walk away from you. But... God wants you, God wants me, God wants us to be sure that we are safe. When you travel, if you go going uh, overseas, when, t- when it's time to go to, to reach the immigration, there is a checkpoint. So you get off the airplane, you walk to the immigration, there is a line, and then that's the time for you to check for them to see what you have, what you carry, ask you a few questions, how long you're going to stay, when it's time to get there, usually they give you a paper to fill out, and then you take your ticket, you put it inside of of your passport. You have everything that you need ready, and then when you get there, you make you make the life of the agent very easy. If you don't, if you don't, you make it difficult. Sometimes they put you aside. They said to the next person, "Come in." And Peter, Paul put it this way, Paul. Paul put it this way. Paul urges us to cast off the works of the darkness. If you will read Romans chapter 13, verse 12. Paul said, Paul Paul put it this way. Cast off the works of the darkness. In verse 13, he referred to work of the darkness as drunkenness, profanity, sexual immorality, dissension, or jealousy. If you... If you, if you want to be sure that you're safe, if you have these things in your bag, take them off. Jesus put it in a better way. Again, Jesus put it, people focus on visible things. They want to have more and more and more and more. Jesus said to Martha when she was worried, she was doing pretty good. She was doing coffee out there. <laughs> so to the point where everybody, when you get out, there, you could get a cup of coffee. But she she was doing it by herself. And Mary was sitting right there to martyr, not doing anything. And Jesus put it to Mary this way. Mary, uh, to martyr this way. Mary, get it. Mary has chosen the good part that nobody can, can take it away from her. What did she choose? She chose Jesus. That's what she chose. She realized what Jesus has done for her. And she stayed there in his feet, praising him, saying, How good you are, God. You are wonderful. God wants you and I to be sure that everybody is safe. You're going to have trial. You're going to have difficulties. You will have struggle. But if you are in the word of God, if you don't have too many uh, things in your luggage, you will take that flight for God, for Jesus to take you to that place where there will be no illness, no disease. I got a third point, then I'll be finished, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus wants you and I to avoid dangerous distraction. Ultimately, when I was younger, when you travel, you enjoy the flight. You know, you went... When, when the airplane goes so high, you know, some turbulence show up, and then it's just like it's going to drop. You, it's like your heart stop. But if you're young, you like that. <laughs> but when you're getting old, when you're getting old, you don't like it anymore. And everybody, everybody all passenger is expecting the flight attendant. In his announcement for the time of landing, you know in a few minutes you know in 10, 20 minutes we will reach land. We all want that. You know as a believer, you and I need to be ready. The Bible says, if you have here to let him those that have ears, let him hear what the spirit says to the church. If you're waiting for that trumpet. That signal to give for you to be ready, Paul said to all of us, especially the the church of Colossians, Paul recommended them to get their hearts on things above and not on earthly things. Are you praying for those things, things above? Are you ever thinking about what's above? Ask God to give you humility, to give you the spirit of forgiveness so you can forgive those that offended you. To give you the spirit of reconciliation. It's not move away. We are in Jesus Christ's church. We are in Jesus Christ's family. Now we reconcile with God. If there is trouble, if there is difficulties, we we still need to stay together. Pray for God to change it. And God can. Amen? You know, God wants us to avoid dangerous distractions, especially... You know, I've, I've seen it in the church today. I can share it with you. If the media want us to preach, to preach a sermon, they start talking about it. And then you, have, you see every single church is preaching what they heard. That's a distraction. You need to pray for God to give you what, the words that he wants you to share with his people. Not them. You and I need, seriously, you, you and I need to be careful. God wants us to avoid dangerous distractions. And Peter put this together in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5. We need faith. We need faith. Because we cannot do anything that please God without faith. But faith that you need is faith that came from God. And then you need to maintain it. How do you do that? By Having a permanent prayer life by giving testimonies what God has done in your life. Have you ever done that? Have you ever tell someone at God what God has done for you? Don't be afraid. You used to smoke. You used to drink, party a lot. And now when you give Christ your life, you don't do it anymore. Tell people that tell people the day the time I give my heart to Christ there is a 360 degree turn I am no longer the one you used to know years ago I used to do this now I'm doing that you need to tell people that you need to have a have a life you you know that you are a society in a society you are people of God you belong to a different king And then peter said even if you have faith you have to add to it add goodness take the decision decision to serve god by doing what's good decision to serve god by doing what's good to his people decision to to serve god by suffer for him that's goodness if you have faith work on goodness if you have goodness Work on knowledge. It's not just come on Sunday and let them sing for us. We have to work. Hello? Knowledge. Knowledge is not the degree you get on the bench of a school. No, no. Knowledge of God. You get it in the Bible. And then you make the decision to obey the word of God. And then you're serving it. Serving him. That's knowledge. Peter said that's not enough Add add some more Add self control Be patient You pray you didn't get what you want Don't just get it yourself Wait Have perseverance And Paul continued to say Continue to tell us what we need If you read 2 Peter 2 Peter 2 verse 8 If you do all these If you do all this, this is the kind of life that you're going to have I'm going to tell you, everybody that's listening my voice today Do not be distracted by the earthly things When when we do know that Christ is expecting us in his heavenly mansion You know, put yourself in a way that your life conforms what is asking you to have in your carry-on bag when the time comes for you to check in nothing will stop you jesus if you want it or you don't want it each and every one of us one day will come before god if you want it or don't want it but now the only thing we have the possibility to choose how do we want to see god do you want to get in front of him as a judge? Or you want to get in front of him when the time comes as a father? Where he will say, come, get in, faithful servant. Or you want him to say, I don't know you. And you're going to have a discussion with God. You know, I lead worship. I preach. I'm a church planter. I give. And then God, will, to your surprise, to my surprise, to our surprise, God will say, I never know you. But the trust is ours. He gave us the opportunity to choose where do we want to spend eternity. In his presence or far from him. Examine yourself. Check check your luggage. Find out what's in it. Make sure that you have faith. Make sure that you have goodness. Make sure you have knowledge of God. Patience self-control with willingness to go extra miles for God to do to do things uh, 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 that can be good example for people around you I want to pray I want to pray I want to pray for 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 you for me for all of us if there is something in our luggage that is not conform at what God is asking us all we need is the desire to remove it and God will do it for us you can't take it off you can't stop it but if you have the desire you want it you don't want this in your life and if you if you pray God will take care of you father we thank you father we praise you father you are wonderful thank you so much for your love thank you so much for giving us access opportunity thanks to the blood of Christ to come before you and and ask forgiveness for our sins. Present our, our petitions, our needs. Father, thank you so much. Give us the spirit of humility. Give us the oh Lord the spirit of forgiveness. The spirit of reconciliation. Help us, oh Lord, to continue to do your work. Open our eyes so we can see as you see. Open our ears. Change our hearts so we can love. And get us ready father so when the time comes so we will get on that plane and Jesus will take us to that city to that land of where there will be no no disease no illness and we will be in your presence forever and ever father thank you so much for this uh, opportunity thank you for this ministry bless us in every possible way, so we could continue to do your work sanctify us Help us to remember that we are in your presence. Father, we love you. Father, we, we worship you. We thank you. You are so good. In Jesus' name, we pray. The church, let's the church say amen. amen. Is Brother Gary or Pastor KJ? Take over.